It feels real good to be in this pod room right now. We have the week 13 recap, week 14 preview. It is the last week of the regular season. I have with me two people. Yes, not one, two people. Number one, the one that joins me every single week, the one that is my right-hand guy, the one that gets the job done every single week. David Frazier, thanks for being here. We got somebody else here. We do. Who we got? We have the man all the way from San Diego, California, a four-time champion, a piece of absolute garbage, the one they call Ryan Carnes. Carnes, thanks for being here. Pleasure to be here. Wow. Thanks for the great intro. Yeah, no problem, man. I'm a, I, Did I you can't have to throw garbage in there? He deserved it. Did he? Did you deserve it? That's fine. It's warranted. How was the how was the flight? It was okay. Not bad. Excited to be here. Yeah, dude, you were all over the pod. You're like, hey, let me get in on this action. That's always the first thing I think of when I come home. We wanted you to we wanted you to uh, to join this because the Christmas flights are obviously uh, pretty expensive around Christmas time. So we're happy to have you, and we're Southwest? happy. Southwest, yeah. Oh, yeah. big Southwest. Yeah. Does anybody Non-stop. actually fly fly anything else other than Southwest, unless at, like a work trip is. I don't mind flying something else. What treats you right? Delta's always treated me really right. Really? I like being able to choose my seat, personally. I know a lot of people don't. I, I like being that. the last one on the plane and knowing exactly where I got to go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I respect that. Southwest is just like, I feel like, just the go-to, in my opinion. Agreed. And they do have the direct to San Diego, which is nice. Direct is the way to go. I Direct over everything it else. It was direct for me. Usually I pick the cheapest flight, which isn't direct, but tonight it was direct, and I'm very happy. That's right. real smart. We're happy to have you here. He um, comes in shorts, by the way, folks. He, he came in shorts. He did. It is What do we got out here? 43 <laughs> degrees and a nice brisk wind. What was it up there? What's the weather like? It was like 70. So it's either being mm. hot and pants and a sweater there or be cold here. So, I mean, I actually was in shorts and a short sleeve shirt and put this on a hoodie on in the airport. Respect. Respect. This week, Carnes, we have a Thursday night game. We have a lot of Sunday night games, but we also have two Monday night football games this week, which is very interesting to say the least. We also have two teams on bye. Nothing like a week 14 fucking bye uh, the last week of the regular season. We have the Cardinals on bye, and we have the Commanders on bye. So, obviously... Um, it's pretty sweet. Not ideal situation. <laughs> That's perfect. No, it's not ideal. Finally find quarterback stability, which we'll talk about. Yeah. But at I least he's got a bye. No, I don't need him. It doesn't matter what I do anyway. <laughs> With the recap, uh, I did give Porky and CJ, they were going to try. I just, you know, we were going to get the pod done today. I gave them the night off. I said, finish strong with me for the last uh, regular season recap that they do next week and then finish strong with the playoff matchup. So Porky and CJ, you've done a phenomenal job all year. CJ, I know you're eliminated. Porky, I know you're in the playoffs. But, you know, just finish strong for me, boys. We really appreciate it, and it makes the show that much better. In this first matchup, we have the Poofs losing to the fourth rounders, sending the Poofs to a potential I'm not going to make the playoff scenario. It's a devastating loss. On the poof side of things, Sam Howell gets a 19 spot. He gets the stability from the quarterback position. Tank Dell, though, fractures his penis and is out for the rest of the season. His penis is fine. Throwing up a zero spot. Penis is all right. It's okay. I checked on that specifically. That is totally intact. All right. That's good. Totally good. This is good news. That means he will be back next season more, more than likely. A.J. Dillon, a good eight spot for him. Honestly, the poofs had a pretty good performance overall from the team. 
Uh, but the other side of things was much better from the rounders. Baker Mayfield, obviously not what he wanted. Christian McCaffrey, oh my God, you guys that passed on him. That is tough pill to swallow week after week. Mike Evans, 22. Sam Laporta, 20. 17 from the pickup and play of Chargers defense. Frazier, you know, you're looking at this matchup right here. There was really not much you can do against the rounders. It's a really fun matchup to continue to look at. I love looking at this a lot. I, if I'm Porky, I'm feeling really happy about it. He's got t- guys in 20-plus figures. That, that's that got to feel good. I know Carnes yep. knows what that feels like. Yep, this yep. week, yeah. I, and honestly, just looking at my team, it, it just makes me really sad. It, that I didn't realize it at the time. I don't. I think I realized – I thought I realized it, but I didn't. How important Aaron Rodgers' injury was for my season because what Garrett Wilson's done with – Basically, uh, who's their quarterback? I mean, you could put anybody. You could put a high school quarterback in there. Yeah, uh, it's horrible, and to see him still produce a thousand yard rece- receiving season is insane. Mm-hmm. So, my my uh, season is like Aaron Rodgers' Achilles injury. It's just it's pretty much snapped at this point. Yep, yep, I agree. And then uh, why don't you go to the next matchup? And I'm gonna let Carnes cover it first after mm-hmm. I'm done with it. The Dynamos and the Marching Shields, 112 to 98 in favor of the Marching Shields. And that slides the Marching Shields into a playoff spot with one game remaining. And it moves Darian Ross out of a playoff spot and is in desperate need of a W. On the Marching Shields side of things, Carnes, what did you like what you saw from him? Derrick Henry had his best game of the year, I think. Yep. Uh, he was concussed and then not concussed. So I think he's okay to play next week, which is good for them. Dak's been a great pickup. He's been incredible for the past month or so. Debo went off, which is good. Brock Purdy helped him out there. Uh, they have a really good team. I am thinking they're probably going to get the seven seed since they have a cupcake matchup against Kyle this week. Oh, yeah, they do. So, unfortunately for Frazier, it looks like they might sneak in if Kyle, you know, sucks. I, I agree. I agree. D. Ross, this is a tough loss for D. Ross, Frazier. It hurts. I know it hurts because it hurt when I lost. Mm-hmm. So, I feel for him. His team didn't play bad. No. They really didn't. It's just you look over at the other side and his team played great. I mean, what Karn said, Debo Samuel, I mean, he looked awesome. Brock Purdy looked awesome. He, he did. And, and and unfortunately, when you have two good quarterbacks, this is the issue you run into. Trevor Lawrence threw up 24 and C.J. Stroud threw up 15. You got to ride C.J. Stroud, though. No one's going to fault him for that. He's throwing up great match, uh, great performance after great performance. Isaiah Pacheco with 18 and C.D. Lamb with 20. So a shout-out to the Marching Shields for this W, um, and we'll see. All they got to do is win one more. Uh, next week, and they'll go into the playoffs. Next matchup, we got the Zumballers versus the Abusement Park. 89 to 81. The Zumballers win a fucking game, Frage. <laughs> they finally pull one out. I couldn't fucking believe it. We all picked CJ, I feel like, to win this game. CJ now is in jeopardy of winning the toilet bowl with one more. Loss and let's talk about the abusement park phrase. Real I'm gonna, quick, real yeah, quick. go One ahead, thought. please. The only team that uh, Kyle would have beat outside of CJ would have been Muse. So let's not get too excited about a Kyle win. <laughs> yeah. He would have only beaten two teams. <laughs> CJ being one of those teams. Continue. <laughs> the bottom three teams. Um, uh, Frage, I want you to take this one away, if you don't mind, from the abusement park side of things. Patrick Mahomes, bro. Us. Who's Patrick Mahomes? Oh my dude. God! Be enemy, come oh, back! Oh boy, does he look like a different player? I mean, I like what they did at the running back uh, for Tony Pollard. I, it's weird how he's had this season. Ramondre's actually looked good the last couple weeks, yeah. but I think Bill Belichick's in full tank mode. He's just gonna lose and lose and lose. He knows his team sucks. He knows he has no quarterback. He's gonna get a quarterback in the draft next year. Cooper Cup, man. I, 
weird at the draft, weird feels at the draft, and continues to be weird feeling on his team on the abusement park. Christian Kirk's been a roller coaster ride, man. I mean, I don't know. You, CJ's had a tough season. He's tried his best. He's done everything he can, but park's closed. Park is definitely closed. Zumballers, Carnes, anything you like on that team over there? No, and they won by a technicality. I mean, CJ lost for Mondre. CJ lost Christian Kirk. CJ had to play Patrick Mahomes. I mean, it, Kyle gave away all his best players to trade and get shit in return, and he won somehow. Yeah. That's tough. That's tough. Some ballers are listening to this right now, and they are real, real Oh, he's sad. throwing his phone. Oh, for sure. Frage, cover the next matchup. Oh, next one. You got Wolfpack. You got City of Gods, and the Wolfpack keep saying, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. <laughs> yes, they do. You're wrong. You're going to need luck. 103 to 89, they destroy the City of Gods, and they are rolling, man. Like, just unbelievable what I'm seeing from them. Like, to play Russell Wilson confidently is so beyond bold. <laughs> That's insane. Jamar Chase with a backup quarterback. I mean, dude, what is happening in the Wolfpack locker room is mind-blowing. 22 from Chubba. Dude, exactly. Man. Ask Carnes how Miles Sanders yeah. owning him feels. Like I don't know. I caught him three weeks ago. Exactly. <laughs> so what's happening over here is nuts. Yeah. Now you gotta you gotta tip the cap to Pappy V at the end of the day. There's nothing else you can do here. He literally gets so fired up, Frage, about you every time I watch football. Every time somebody gets a touchdown, take that phrase. <laughs> take that phrase. I mean, dude, none of it makes any sense. No, it doesn't. The math is not adding up. Two plus two does not equal three. Like, okay? Like, Frazier's is like, you're really going to rely on Jalen Warren? And Jalen Warren, like, went off week after week. Fucking Keenan Allen, he's waiting to snap his leg. He continues. Even when he has a shitty game, I'll still take five fucking points at the end of the day. Um, it's just nuts. And then you get 20 from Jamar Chase. With Browning as the QB, he threw the, he threw what he threw him the ball like fourteen times or something like that. It's insane. I know why he likes kickers though. Fifteen from Aubrey. I'd love kickers too if I got a fifteen spot there. I, I agree. And Carnes, I'll turn this one over to you. You're obviously good friends with Dante. What did you think about his team, uh, and what do you think about as like a whole in general right now? So Dante picked up Miles Sanders and had him in the flex spot. And I said, "Why are you playing this piece of shit?" And you know, there wasn't much on the waiver wire, but I'm like, I like Curtis Samuel, I like Justin Watson, and sorry, he picked up Justin Watson and didn't do anything. But at least he didn't lose because of Miles Sanders. He still would have lost. So I don't feel too bad, but yeah. it does suck for him. Um, I mean, the Eagles, they did enough. 23-11-15. I mean, yep. that's good. He got a couple uh, garbage touchdowns from Devon Achan. Uh, Robinson got hurt, so that's something to monitor going into next week, although he's on a bye. Right. Uh, but other than that, I mean, he's. I think he's fine. You just got to keep an eye on Taylor's thumb. Agreed. Agreed. We'll go into the next matchup here. Uh, Frage, why don't you go ahead and take one more here? Mighty Ducks. Mm. 111. Yep. Feels nice to get that second seed here. It does. Takes down the Music City Miracles. Muse had a down week, like we talked about. It was not a high score. <laughs> Eight points from Herbert. That's not going to happen very often. But mm. Joe Mixon comes to life, and the Bengals come to life, which I don't think anybody expected. No. And Christian Watson... I mean, he was injured for those couple weeks, and all of a sudden, he's looking like a pretty solid option. Um, the Packers' offense is looking a lot more, a lot better. And then the other side, the Ducks, you got to feel really happy. Alvin Kamara, every time that I've ever heard you talk about him, you just get immediate smile put on your face. I do. I do. He Honestly, Frage, everybody was knocking me. I got fucking like six messages from six different league members about my play of Zeke Elliott. And then Ramondre goes down, and I'm like, guys, he – he somewhat produces actually on the Patriots from time to time. He's not a bad third guy to have. Remember, I had Nick Chubb 
My number one pick went down and my team is 10 and three right now. It's actually pretty impressive. It makes me sad to think about every fucking time because if I had him, my God, dude, I don't, a lot of, even, here's the other thing. Who was my number two pick or my number three pick? T Higgins. T Higgins has been absolute dog shit this year. So to have your one and three not really do shit for you this year, it's just a, it's an awesome feat. The Nico Collins pick has been nothing but massive for me this year. The pickup of Trey McBride, so I don't have to start that dumb fuck Kyle Pitts anymore, is massive. Yeah, thank you very much. Is huge. So they keep rolling. I am very scared about scary Terry McLaurin right now. He has been playing um, terrible. When Sam Howell has 19 uh, fantasy points, you would think that some of those would be uh, because he threw Terry McLaurin the ball and Terry McLaurin had zero catches for zero yards. So scary to say the least, but we'll see, and we're going to keep on trucking along. The Mighty Ducks are here to stay, here to play, and we're going for the one seed next week. And a, lot of, a lot of bold things there to say. A lot of bold things. I'm just happy you got a win without Justin Tucker in your lineup. I did. I did That's, get a <laughs> – Ninth round pick, Justin Tucker. Can you imagine? I think I've actually probably had him like seven straight years now. The year somebody drafts him from me, it's going to be funny because someone's going to do it as like a joke almost and they're going to fuck themselves over. No, it, well, nobody's going to do that. All right, no, thanks. No. I appreciate this guy. <laughs> actually, you're right. No, you might want to get him in the eighth next year. Yeah. Eighth, eighth round? Man. Yeah. Right. Look how good your team is. Deal. That's For true. Sure. This is true. Good statements. And I said I don't have to play that motherfucker Kyle Pitts anymore, and I started him in my flex Still spot. put him in your flex. And he has to start for me next week because Trey McBride's on a bye next <laughs> week. So, brutal. Why'd you drop McBride? I have Kittle. I don't like carrying two tight ends. Mm-hmm. I don't like carrying two quarterbacks, but yep. I'm in that boat right now. So, I'm like, I can't have two quarterbacks and two tight ends. It's just That's bench fair. I respect it. That's fair. I respect it. The last matchup. like 14 points, though. No, that's that's true. Yeah. The and last the matchup, total carnage, Mahoney's homies, a matchup we could see, Frage, in the it. playoffs. Yeah. Carnes throws up 137, and dear God almighty, ever since I said that his team fucking is absolute shit, I think he's won every game since that. This is on me at yeah. the end of the day. Your fault. I'll, a hundred percent. I'll take full ownership. Brock Purdy, twenty-eight points. Oh my God for Carnage. Tyreek Hill has been every bit of what pick you took him at. What fifth pick overall? Yep. I mean, he's well worth it. I wish I had him, no doubt. DK Metcalf throwing up thirty-one. You're not going to get that every week from him, obviously, but he's capable of throwing up massive numbers on a weekly basis. Dolphins defense, smart play at thirteen with uh, thirteen points there. This is a good team, folks. Amon Ross St. Brown, he's staying somewhat healthy uh, week after week. And on the other side, the homies just had to, you know, take it up the ass here to say uh, to say it exactly how it went. Travis Etienne and Olave and Ayuk put up good numbers. George Pickens, Taysom Hill, James Conner. I mean, he got performances from some of his guys, yeah, um, pretty week. much all of them. But Austin Eckler, one point, is just not going to cut it. Cowboys defense get a negative one against the Seahawks. It's tough. And your boy Dustin Hopkins throws up a six spot. That's yeah, nice. No, no, he's great. This is good. These are good. I, I always keep track of Dustin. Did you hear the boys on the last on the last podcast? They were really hyped about your Black Friday statistics that you threw up. Porky and CJ. They loved it. Yeah. Did they like those? They did like those. You didn't get to listen to it yet? I didn't yet, and I'll be honest. Ah, right, you're gonna get get it done though? I always listen. No, it, I sometimes it just takes me a little that's bit. So that, that's on me. Peppy V does the same thing from but time I, to time. I always listen. So they really enjoyed so next podcast we hop on, they want they had a question for you. So okay. it's about the uh, Amazon Prime Friday game, and they just really enjoyed where you pulled the statistic from. Oh, they liked the... Um, they were tooting your horn. The advertising stuff? Yeah. They wanted to know if you bought anything 
off of. I didn't. Oh. I did not. Did not. Did not. Was that the question? I think so. Yeah, they did have good. QR codes, though, pop up on the TV, and it was a very clear, like, hey, shop here now. You enjoyed the sponsorship? I enjoyed it. All right. Good it for, was nice. Good for Amazon, but th- I'm not going to talk about much more. I don't think you guys really need to dive into anything here. Carnes, you know you're happy with your team right now, and we'll dive into that in the preview. Um, but good win for you, Carnes, to take your team to an 8-5 record. That does us for the recap of week 13. Uh, let's go ahead and go to the waiver wire um, and the yep the offers report. We only got one day to cover, and it's today, Wednesday. We usually pot on Thursdays, but Wednesday, only five pickups. The marching shields, I don't know. I don't get it. $8 for Darren Waller. They wanted to make sure they got the tight end. Marching shields get Roshan Johnson for $4. They're heavy uh, $12 spend this week. $2 for John Mechie than the homies. Packers defense, $2 to the Mighty Ducks. And $1 pickup Colts defense for the City of Gods. Frage, anything stand out here? Absolutely nothing to me. Yeah, $8. I mean, well, let's go go to the uh, budget summary, if you don't mind. I'm curious to see if the Marching Shields just have a lot of money to spend, which they do. $38. Bucks. CJ with 11 Zumbel 51 24 from Muse. 10 for Frage. 9 for Raw, uh, Darian Ross. 5 for Carnes. 24 for Porky, 22 for me, 38 for Mahoney, 27 for Pat. Oh, so 27 for me, 22 for Pappy V, and six dollars for Dante. Honestly, once again, we're gonna go into this one last time. This proves that CJ spends like it wasn't that crazy for him to spend that much money on Puka Nakua and Kyron Williams and some of the guys he spent on. It was actually quite huge, and you spent a lot of money, Carnes, on Jerome Ford. Who's actually been putting up good numbers week after week? Yeah, he's been decent. I had to drop a lot of money on him to make up for dropping Devon A. Chan, and that was depressing. Yeah, yeah, no, it's I. I mean, he obviously is throwing up massive stats right now, but it's me and Frey shit on it a lot, and I just feel like it's it's necessary to bring up that sometimes like you got you're gonna have to get lucky. Obviously, like CJ, like his team sucks. Obviously, this year, but. Those were good spends for players because if he doesn't have Puka Nakua and doesn't have Kyron Williams, his team's real, real bad to say the least. He also got fat back in the trade too. I think he did. He got fat. Yep, he did. Smart. Yep. I think it also puts you in a tough spot though when you spend that much that early. Agreed. It it pigeonholes you a little bit too. So I actually see both sides. There was a lot of times this year, especially this year, that guys did go down and like all of a sudden you had unsung heroes. Seemed like week after week there was somebody that was getting picked up for twenty plus Mm dollars, especially the first five weeks and. CJ wasn't able to compete in that. I think CJ's moves were, were made sense for sure at the time. I, I think it's just case by case. I agree. I agree. Um, if you go to standings, we're going to go over this. We have one week left in the season. This is what it all comes down to. The Wolfpack and the Mighty Ducks are the one and two seed right now. The Wolfpack wins. They have the one seed. The Wolfpack loses and Mikey wins. Myself, I get the one seed. So they're guaranteed lock for the one and two. The three, four, five, and six – it's all spread out. The City of God, seven and six. The Mahoney Homies, seven, five, and one. And then Carnage and Porky, eight and five. That stuff can all change, obviously, with these matchups this week. And the one we'll all keep our eyes on this uh, this week is the Poofs, five and eight. The Ross Dynamos, five and eight. And the Marching Shields, five, seven, and one. All the Marching Shields have to do is win. If they lose, they are eliminated. And the winner of Porky, or I'm the winner of David. Versus Darian is going to the playoffs. We'll talk about that more in the preview. But Frage, we got mic drops. We got mic drops to go over right now. Um, I, I'm sorry, I I feel bad. Muse, Zumbel, CJ eliminated. 
The, oh, one, the one thought before we hop into my trucks that I have on these standings yes. is I'm very excited to, if if it does happen, to vote on decimals next year. Only because in this situation, the tie is huge mm-hmm. for the Martian Shields. It provides a massive advantage. And if we're both 5-8, and eight, or even if they, they had won that game, then we rely on points 4, which yes. I just really enjoy. And it just... No, anyway, that's all. No, no, no. I love that. And here's the thing: this is why this league is great. We give ourselves the opportunity. If the majority decides that they don't want decimals or or they do want kickers, it is what it is. We all swallow it up and just say, you know, Carnes, how many fantasy leagues are you in right now? Uh, <clears throat> six. Yes, I'm in five, so I get that. Tell me, this isn't the greatest league this that you've only, ever seen? Yeah. A, that you've ever seen established? It's the only one I care about. I mean, if I win Miller five leagues and I lose this one a week on a week, I, I don't care about the other five. <laughs> I could not agree more, and that's why I love this league. And I think that everything's fair. We didn't used to vote on shit. I know Frazier used to hate that we didn't, we weren't open to these things. But now we have a platform on the podcast to talk and give everybody the reality. If we had kickers, let's say we got rid of kickers next year. Let's just say it happens. It doesn't mean kickers are gone forever. At the end of the day, like, let's see what it's all about. If somebody votes for it or votes against it or whatever, let's see what it's all about. We might like it. We might not. We can always switch back. Decimals, if it gets voted in, let's not cry about it. Let's fucking embrace it. Try it out. And if we don't like it, we don't fucking like it. Let's just see how it happens. So I do love that this league has those kind of, you know, opportunities. We are going to vote. I actually wanted to talk to you about this. Do you think we should vote directly after the season while this is all fresh or take a little off-season break and then vote? I mean, I'd be open to whatever you think, but I, I wouldn't mind while it's fresh, I, I think personally. It's, I think it's the best when it's fresh. Just do the voting process, get it all going, um, and just see how it all plays out. We are going to look into other ideas for the, you know, I'm, the plan is still do the ping pong, uh, ping pong process. I just love a lot of ideas that people are bringing to the table with the Royal Rumble ideas of <laughs> the video games and all those different things to see what happens. Frazier's shaking his head over here. I'm not doing smile. Royal Rumble. <laughs> Frazier, Frazier. Well, I guess if, if I'm outvoted, whatever. But. No, no. I, I think <laughs> we're going to stick to the ping pong system. Um, did anybody guess? I can't even remember. Did people guess the picks right of Porky this year? Yeah, they got to put... Yeah, they got... I mean, like, for... It's a, I, tr- for yeah. I think so. Like, for this current draft, yes. Who did he pick in the fourth? Um, DeAndre Hopkins. Mm, yeah. But I can't remember who it was. I wrote it down, but I, I would have to double check to see. If you, were, if you were one of those people, leave a group chat so I don't have to look at my parents' house at some point in time. I would appreciate that. <laughs> I genuinely don't remember. Yeah, I really don't I either. feel like somebody picked it right. I think two or three people picked it right, yeah. but I can't remember off the top of my head. This league's an honest group of people, but mic drops. We got one from... Pappy V, three mic drops. This show is not even supposed to be fun this week. We got a special guest. We got three mic drops from three absolute legends that I can't believe even sent mic drops in. And on top of that, I actually have the history of the fucking toilet pole to go over with you guys this week that I did today too. So let's hear from Pappy V. Wasn't even supposed to be a fun pod. It wow. wasn't. Look it, at that. It wasn't supposed <laughs> to be exciting. Like when you don't get the recap, no, it's just funny. people are sad. You know what I'm saying? Like people are like, "Oh man, no CJ and Porky this week." So sometimes that de-escalates the show a little bit, and it makes you sad. But we got good stuff. Good Here's stuff. Pappy V. Hey, Pappy V here. I know a couple of things are gonna happen. One, Mike Vaccaro or Vaccaro, however you want to say it is going to win the scoring title. Two, Mike Vaccaro or Vaccaro are going to come in first and second place in this league. 
book it, baby. Everyone have a great week. Fourth rounders, good luck. You're going to need it. Have a good one, boy. This guy can't be mic dropping and driving like this, dude. Okay, Do you baby. hear this guy? You've taught him this. I can't believe you it. You always are mic dropping and driving. He's got a phone that doesn't even work to its fullest functions, man. Peppy V should not be doing this. He should also know which the, is the correct pronunciation of his last name. I know. We have questions. Is it Vaccaro or Vaccaro? And this guy can't even answer for us. He, yeah. If he doesn't know, who knows? Exactly. Nobody. Grandma Vaccaro knows. Vaccaro knows. Fuck! God damn it. <laughs> Dude, you guys need to get this figured we out. We do. We will. We'll have a it's conversation. It's Vaccaro. How about I'll just do it right now? It is Vaccaro. Right. It's what I've always known. Deal. It's what I've always Deal. known. Deal. Vaccaro. Vaccaro. Next mic drop is from... The guy we've been waiting for, Santa Claus, has called in. And let me say something. I don't know what he said, but I do know he's given two predictions on the champions the last two years. And they both have hit with the Marching Shields and the Zumballers. He's picked them both right. Let's hear if Santa Claus gives the same prediction this year. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. It's me again, Santa Claus. And I wanted to call in and wish everybody in the MVP Pro Money Fantasy Football League a very Merry Christmas. I wanted to call in and give my prediction for the championship this year as well. (coughs) The milk went down the wrong tube there. (laughs) Well, anyways, as we all know, it's a foregone conclusion... Mahoney has been the best boy this year, and he, he shall win the MVP Pro Money Fantasy Football Championship. Good luck to all, and to all, a good night. (laughs) Santa picks Mahoney! I can't wait for Mahoney to send the eyes to the group chat, the little eye symbol that he always sends. Man, that is great. Dude, did he did Santa laugh for like 15 straight it seconds? It was perfect. <laughs> oh Santa was not drinking milk if he picked Mahoney to win the title. <laughs> Dude, Santa was going absolutely crazy. Santa, we appreciate you. We hope we hear from you one more time at the end of the year. Frazier, I always like to say this every year. You love Santa. Santa's my favorite. Yeah, that's a good caller, but I know actually who's – that is actually your second favorite caller. Who's better? Your first favorite caller has called in this week. We have been waiting for him all season long, and it's Dobby, the house elf. It's Dobby! Dobby, the house elf, is back! And so are the fourth rounders. Dobby! It looks like there could be trouble. Trouble for those in the league who would speak bad about the rounders. The Wolfpack have been the best, but it looks like the amusement park are worse than Voldemort. Dobby loves the way Dante gives him clothes. Dante made Dobby a free elf. Thank you, Dante. Thank you. But it looks like the homies want to ruin the rounder's career. Bad Dobby! Bad Dobby! Dobby wants Harry back! But Harry is dead! No! The players.
playoffs are almost here. Good luck to the MVP Pro Money Fantasy Football League. Bad dummy. Bad dummy. <laughs> Toby, he calls in. Frage, how'd that make you feel? Dobby's my favorite, man. He's he's so on point oh, with man. all his things. Carnes, what did you think about listening to Dobby live for the first time like this? Yeah, very high-pitched. Very high-pitched. <laughs> He's excited. Very high-pitched. Doby was so excited this year, and we're happy that Doby could uh, take part in uh, getting this call in. So we appreciate you, Doby, for coming in the clutch and leaving a mic drop, a phenomenal mic drop, to say the least. Appreciate um, Dante for giving him close. Yeah, give him close. That's huge. Yeah, that is huge. And you know what else is huge, Frage? we got to spin the hex wheel. Do, do we have to? We have to. We have to spin the hex wheel. I'm going to allow Frage to click it. it sh- maybe it could land on the team that's in seventh. Seven and two. The hex wheel is seven and two. Frage, go ahead. Spin the wheel. Do I just touch it? Yep. Or do I actually no, have to no, move just click it? the spin I button. I just touch it. Spin. Right. It's spinning. There it is. Can we see who's spinning on? Yep. Uh oh. Oh no. Oh no. That's not good. Oh no. That's fine. Oh. <laughs> so, he's already been hexed enough this year. Oh, CJ! CJ gets the hex wheel. Oh, dude, it was so close to me. CJ gets the hex wheel and he's on the toilet bowl. That's, uh, that can't be good. Uh, that can't be good at all. CJ, we are very sorry. And He doesn't deserve that. Dude. There's no need to, to beat a dead horse. I yeah. agree with you, but listen, there's no way you can even plan this more perfectly because. The toilet bowl lands on the hex bowl, <laughs> yeah. or the hex wheel lands on the toilet bowl, and yeah. I am going over the history of the toilet bowl right now. CJ, that's very unfortunate. The hex wheel might be actually real. Everybody's been wondering who has won the toilet bowl every year, and I have from 2007 who has won the mm. toilet bowl and the records. Louie in 2007 is the first ever toilet bowl champion, Louie Moretti, with a 2-11 and 11 record. Nice. Rob Evans, 3-10 and 10 record in 2008. I miss Rob. I, yeah, I do too, man. He was an easy W every single You know game. what I mean, Karn? Same with the Paladin brothers. Yeah. 2009, Porky with the rest, worst record that's ever been recorded in this league history, 1-12. and 12. Is that when he drafted? No, 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 no. That was later on. That was like in 2000. That was my first year, I think. 2014. 13 or 14. Like the same year you ran into a parked car. Yes, that was 2014. <laughs> that was later on. Yeah, yeah, exactly. 2010 was Rob Evans again, 3 and 10. 2011, CJ thought he's never won the toilet bowl, but he did win it in 2011. He went 3 and 10. Mahoney, 2 10 and 1. 2012, 2013, Nick won it, uh, 3 and 10 record. Dante in 2020, or, I'm sorry, Dante in 2014, 4 and 9. Porky, 2 and 11, went in 2015. 2016, Zumbel, 4 and 9. 2017, D. Ross, 2 and 11. 2018, Nick and Matt, 2 and 11. 2019, Muse, 4 and 9. 2020, Dante, 3 and 10. 2021, Dante, 2 and 12. And 2022, the Zumballers, Zumbel, uh, 3, 10 and 1. Louis, 1 toilet bowl. These are all the toilet bowls. Louis, 1. Rob, 2. Porky, 2. CJ, 1. Mahoney, 1. Nick, 2. Dante, 3. Zumbel 2, Darian 1, and Muse 1. Dante. Dante is the toilet bowl champion in this league, truly, with three of them. Zero, zero toilet bowls here in this room. There is zero toilet bowls, and it's actually pretty impressive. You've been in this league, what, 13 years now or something like that? 
I think it's 10 or 11. I think it might be more than that, man. But 2013, it, I think, was the first. Twenty. That sounds about right. So That was 2010. So you're like 12 years, you're like 13, 14 years, and I'm 17 years. So to be honest with you, for us to not have toilet bowls is pretty impressive because it's easy to have, have, have happened to you at some point, I feel like. All it takes is a shitty run and nothing you can really do about it. And we've been lucky enough not to be on that shitter uh Shitter pot that just, just don't be like it's actually bad. Like that toilet bowl, it's been sitting in Kyle's house now and it's has the chance to be sitting there another year. That's hard to explain to your friends <laughs> and your wife and your kids. Uh, it's not an image you want to portray to them. No, no, it's not at all. It's not at all. But that's not Kyle either, you know. He no. doesn't deserve that. You're right. You're right. So let's go over the March's predictions. He is so kind and gets the job done this week, and we appreciate it. Week 13, Mikey 4 and 2, David 2 and 4. CJ four and two, Porky four and two. Everybody went four and two, but you. Yeah, that's all good. I, I'm used to losing at this point. <laughs> David's thirty eight and thirty four. I'm forty one and thirty one. Porky nineteen and eleven. CJ eighteen and twelve. March is two and four. Let's go over the week fourteen preview. It is the big time here, folks. Uh, scoreboard week fourteen. There it is. The poofs versus the Dynamos in a game that if one loses, they have no shot. They are limited. A game if somebody wins, if the Marching Shields lose, they are in the playoffs. The projection is not kind right now to Frage, but that's because he doesn't have a quarterback yet. Um, C.J. Stroud, Isaiah Pacheco, Saquon Barkley, C.D. Lamb, Chris Godwin, Noah Brown, Kelsey, Zach Moss, Ravens D, and Harrison Bucker on the Dynamo side. On the other side of things, Sam Howell is obviously not starting or playing because of the bye week. Rashad White, David Montgomery, Stefan Diggs, Garrett Wilson, Deontay Johnson, Jay, uh, Jake Ferguson, James Cook, Texans D, Jake Moody. I am going to leave this one off. I do think that the Poofs find a quarterback and find a way to get this W. This might be the last time I get to say it, but why would I not take them? I'm going to take the Poofs. They're a strong team. They're a good organization. They have a good leader. They are stable up top. They may lose week after week, but who cares? It's not going to get them <laughs> down. The, the suitcase is fully packed. It is not zipped up yet. The Poofs win this game and find a way to potentially get in the playoffs. Carnes. I'm going to have to take Darian. <laughs> uh... Even though Travis Kelsey's been so bad this year, you know, according to his stats, what he what he usually does, I mean, right. he's still a tight end one, but it's just it's not as big of a margin as it usually is. Uh, Barkley's hit or miss. Ceedee Lamb's probably gonna put up another twenty. But I mean, Frazier, you have a chance. Uh, just what do you think of quarterback wise? Any any insight? Yeah, or? you got any insight here? I honestly, haven't even looked at it. No. If I'm gonna be honest, the bag is packed. The zipper is zipped. We are folded. Uh, I don't have a lot of confidence in the poofs at all. I also take Darian here. I have no idea what's even on the wire. It's honestly how checked out I am at fantasy football at this point for my own team. Is like hopes, hopes pretty much lost, which we'll get into as to why. Um, looking at QBs, I mean, obviously I could have done this today but didn't. There you you all know who I feel about Jordan Love. He's already been shit on this year. Monday night against <laughs> the Giants, that doesn't feel fun. I don't know. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Right now it's up in the air, though. Poofs aren't looking good. Next matchup, go ahead, Frasch. Uh, marching Shields against the Zumballers. Mm-hmm. And this is why it doesn't look good. The Marching Shields are going to dominate this matchup. And it's it's not even any fault of Kyle's. Yes, Kyle. it is. Yeah, well. 
Gardner Minshew's not leading any team to victory. I'm sorry. Aaron Jones has been an absolute fragile man this year. Brees Hall plays for an offense that doesn't exist. Michael Pittman, his quarterback's Gardner Minshew, and Indy is just on the down downward spiral. Cortland Sutton, who knows what Russell Wilson can do. I mean, I could go on and on. I just don't like Kyle's team at all. And what Martian Shields are able to do, I mean, they're just going to win this game. It's not even going to be close, which is why my bags are packed and it is zipped up. Carnes. I do think Marching Shields are going to win, but I don't think Kyle has... I think he has a chance. I mean, Minshew and Pittman looked good last week. Brees Hall needs to do something. Is Aaron Jones healthy? Who knows? Sutton usually scores. Ridley's playing without Kirk. Uh, I do think the Marching Shields win, but I think Kyle has a little chance. I mean, we've already talked about this. This... (laughs) This is just this is hard for me. I'm going to pick, obviously, the Marching Shields to get in the playoffs with a W here. Um, I, I just – I won Zumbel to win. But, oh, absolutely. But I just <laughs> – I don't see how that team gets the job done. Um, yeah. That's kind so, of why I'm talking so down on this team. I'm trying to motivate them. Mm. You know, there's no better motivation than proving someone wrong. you got to pinch your whole team for that, Kyle, mm-hmm. and then put them back in on Sunday. Exactly. Exactly. That's the right strategy. Yep, I agree. But here's the other thing that I want to say before you go into the next matchup. Anything can happen. I had a projection of 79 points, and I scored 111. Anything can happen on any given Sunday. So we'll see what happens. But if Carnes does win, or I'm sorry, if Marching Shields do win, they are getting the job done and moving on to the next round. Carnes, I'm going to let you cover this next matchup. Ooh, this is a big one. Mm-hmm. Fourth rounder Brand versus the Wolfpack. Selfishly, I want the Wolfpack to win so I can hop Porky in the standings, but I do think Porky has a really good team. He's going with Baker again, McCaffrey and Gibbs, very solid. Jalen Waddle, just Tyreek Hill, just dominates him, so I don't, he's not really that great. Uh, Hopkins, man, eh, Mike Evans has been fucking amazing. Sam Laporta has been amazing. Singletary, uh, if he can get more carries, I know they're kind of bringing Pierce back in. Chargers defense, great pickup. Another kind of weaker matchup against Denver. Jake Elliott, pretty good. And you go over to the other side. Josh Allen, he's still getting it done, even though Buffalo's not. You got Mostert. I mean, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm with Frazier here. How long can you ride this guy before the wheels fall off? Yep, yep. Chuba, uh, rest in peace, Miles Sanders. Chase and Allen, really good. Addison and Hawkinson with Jefferson coming back. Might take a hit with those guys. Um, and then you got Warren. Will Najee Harris play tomorrow? If not, that's a great play. And Niners defense and Aubrey have been great for him all year. Um, I'm going to take the Wolf Pack, but I do yeah. think Porky has a really good shot at winning this one as well. Yeah, this game is for the one seed. Um, this game is for the one seed, but I do got to take the Wolf Pack to win this game. There's no reason to take any other side of things. It's They're strong. They've continued to win game after game. We've doubted them. We've said that you know they can't sustain this and whatnot, as Frazier knows. But they are, and it's silly to bet against them. So I'm going to go with the Wolfpack to win this game, but I do think it's going to be a close one between two teams that are going to really battle this one out. Frazier, twenty bucks. I'll take Porky. Mm. I ain't taking no no money. Here. Twenty bucks. A dollar. You just said you're not betting against them. A dollar. So bet with them. A dollar. Five. A dollar. Five dollars. Two fifty. You have no confidence <laughs> in your pops. Three dollars. Five dollars. Deal. 
Five dollars. Five dollar bet. Porky, you're winning this wow. game. It's not even going to be close. You have the number one running back. I don't know what's going on in Detroit, but don't sleep on Jameer Gibbs. He can come alive at any time. Don't listen to Carnes. Jalen Waddles due. <laughs> He's due this week. And Mike Evans, exactly what Carnes said, absolute freak. He's been playing unbelievable. Arguably one of the best receivers of the last 10 years I've ever seen. And Sam Laporta is coming on hot. I like what I see. I like the Chargers D against Denver. I think Porky's got this game in hand, and I do think I do think the wheels are like I said all season they're gonna fall off. It's just about when this this week could be the time. This would be a good time for everybody for that. To sure would, sure would. Porky, <laughs> you're you're taking this one, sir. You should feel confident. You got a good team. We got a text from CJ. He's working the Blues game right now. He sends a group text out to the league. It says homework assignment for the league. Since the league started in 2007, we have had an obscure players obscure players like. Danny Woodhead and Darius <laughs> Slayton end people seasons. Who's your list of players who have dominated for you or against you? Text me to text them to me on the side, please. That's a nice segment. You want to do ours now, or I you just want to text them on the side? No, text them on the side. We'll do it because he, he wants it bad. So obviously, he either wants to hop on the podcast or he wants to um, he wants to maybe do a. Recap with this stuff. I think he's maybe? gonna collect it all, and that's gonna be the segment for next week's pod. He's planning ahead. Shows he's still engaged, even though the park's closed. He's not closed. Agreed. <laughs> I respect that. I respect that. Next matchup, we have the Abusement Park versus the Music City Miracles in the Who Gives a Fuck Game of the Week. Uh, the Abusement Park. They lose this game. They are going to the toilet bowl. Interesting scenario, though. If Zumbel wins, if CJ wins, Muse would find his way into the toilet bowl, which is absolutely crazy to think about. On CJ's side of things, one last time, Siege, for your preview and Muse, those the Mahomes, can he finally do something against Buffalo? He usually always does. Kyron Williams, Tony Pollard, Cooper Cup, Amari Cooper, Romeo Dobbs, uh, Ingram, Komet, Saints D, Will Lutz. 88 projected right now. On the other side, Herbert, he's got to have a better week after the shit he put up last week. Najee Harris, Joe Mixon, Christian Watson, Gabe Davis, Devontae Adams, Kincaid, Madison, Chiefs defense, Evan McPherson. I am going with the Abusement Park to get a W this week and win this one. I don't think Muse has anything left in the tank. He made all these trades. Maybe his team goes off this week. I actually am going to project both these teams with triple-digit points. In, uh, in this game, and CJ edges it out. Frage. I'll take the under on the hun- dip triple digits <laughs> yeah, here <same. laughs> for both teams. You want to take that bet too? No, I don't want to take yeah, that Yeah, of course I'm you not, don't. Because you're making bold-ass picks over here. I'm not betting on that I one. agree with who you picked. I do think Muse wins this, but I think this is our lowest scoring game of the week within our league. I think we have a lot of – I mean, you're looking over at CJ's team, and it, it kind of lives and dies with Kyron Williams as of late, and he's got he's got the Baltimore D, which has been pretty decent against the run. I just think Muse's team's better here. I got them. I respect it. I respect it, Carnes. I think you guys are crazy. I think CJ wins this easy. <laughs> And I would bet either of you on this one for sure. I picked CJ. I picked the oh, Abusement so, Park. Okay. I picked the Abusement Park. I th- yeah, Park went easy. I'm not betting on either. Dude, <laughs> this, is classic, this is classic car and shade at Muse's team one last time. I love it. Oh, man. If you're going to trade Jefferson, why hold him the four and five weeks he's out and then trade him instead of trading him early? This getting, is true. Getting stuff for him and then being competitive instead of putting up three wins all year. I just don't get it. One last time taking poop on him. Yep, that's it. Fresh. Knife in the back. It's just <laughs> yep. twisted at this point. Uh, Carnes here taking on City of Gods. Um, and this is a tough one. We got an 8-5 and five Carnes over there, 7-6 and six City of Gods team. 
Lives and dies with the Eagles. Eagles have the Dallas D. The Dallas D last week did not perform, but I think they're motivated to come back and they're hungry. It's it's really hard to pick against what Carnes' team, they were a high scorer last week, and I got to take them, unfortunately, this week. Carnes. Yep, me. That's all you're, you're going to say? You're happy with it? I'm happy. Right. Um, I am torn between my quarterbacks. Who would you guys play, Purdy or Lamar? Same. I'm taking Purdy. <laughs> I, I would play Purdy. I don't think Lamar's done enough this year. And against the Rams have been subpar, but I just think what it's an in mat it's an in division game though. Seattle, San Fran. That, that could go into your, your prediction there. I feel like the that division of all divisions plays each other really well. Yeah, it's just hard to put Purdy on the bench after he put up twenty eight and Lamar has only topped that I think once this year. But I think I'm gonna rock with Purdy. I'll keep I'll keep my lineup as is, and I do think I beat Dante. Um, I'm going to have to go with, sorry, I'm trying to get these texts for CJ really quick. I actually really love this whole strategic play. I think that it's going to be one of those things. The Danny Woodhead thing obviously strikes you, Carnes, <laughs> right away. I'll never forget being at Christmas and seeing CJ absolutely freaking devastated uh, that Danny Woodhead just scored, what was it, three touchdowns? I think he had four. Four touchdowns. So Danny Woodhead absolutely going off. I wonder if he ever got that jersey. I actually at the draft I went to a card sh- a card store before <laughs> you bitch. and there was actually a Danny Woodhead autographed card and I got it and I gave it to CJ at the draft and he said he put it by his alarm clock and it's there every morning he looks at it. You're unbelievable. <laughs> what a piece what a piece of garbage. I'm taking Carnes to win this game, unfortunately. This is just a seeding game, who gives a fuck? Next matchup, Carnes. I got the Ducks versus the homies. The Ducks are rocking with Tua, Josh Jacobs, Camara, T. Higgins makes his way into the lineup. Someone on by? You trust this guy? I trust him. Okay. DJ Moore, Nico, Kyle Pitts, Zeke, Packers D, and Justin Tucker. On the other side, you got Goff, Eckler, ETN, Olave, Ayuk. Odell makes his way back in. Taysom Hill, George Pickens, Cowboys defense, and the newly acquired best kicker in the league, Dustin Hopkins. I'm going to go... (laughs) I'm going to go with the Ducks. Um, I just don't think Mahoney has enough firepower Austin Eckler has been complete garbage for the past month. He's either playing hurt or he's just bad. I don't know what it is, but he can't he can't keep up with Mikey's team with no no Eckler. So I got the Ducks here. I agree. I'm going to go with myself to win this game too. I don't think there's any way um, that I am going to lose this game. I think that I've struck Mahoney at the right time. So I am going to take myself to take Mahoney down. But once again, both teams will be in the playoffs. Definitely striking at the right time. Tank Dell goes down. Nico Collins' value rises. Kamara and Jacobs have been pretty steady all year. You do miss out on McBride at the tight end. You talked about that. Playing Kyle Pitts sucks, but Ramondre Stevenson goes down. You got Zeke Elliott. I mean, it's just the stars are aligning, seems like, for the Ducks. And over at the other side, I don't trust George Pickens. I don't necessarily judge trust Odell Beckham. Uh, I don't trust Jared Goff. There's a lot of question marks right now for for the homies, so I got I to gotta fly with the Ducks. I appreciate this. Thank you very much. That's no problem. And that does us. That does us. Porky and CJ, their last pod together uh, solo was next week. That does not mean they're not going to be on this show uh, with us here doing it. Um, We appreciate everything that they did this season, made the league absolutely incredible from a podcasting standpoint. Carnes, year after year, you you fly in and you're at the draft and – um, yeah, I know that you love being with the fellas and everything like that. It was a an honor to have you on this show with us. Uh, what do you think about the whole setup, by the way? It's nice. Like I said, we went from the small room to this big big setup here. Got everything on the TV. It's very, very nice. Very convenient. Yeah. V- very nice. So Frazier's definitely doing his part. And 
If you think about it, all we got left now is like what four podcasts left this season. It's sad to think about. You know, the after this week, it's elimination. So for for people with playoffs and whatnot, hopefully, Frage, you get in because me and Carnes are going to be in, and hopefully, you can join the party with us. We'd love to see you there. Be nice to be part of that that, yeah. mo- that motorcycle gang. <laughs> yeah, dude, we want you here. I just have a feeling my my tricycle the wheels are getting a little loose on it. I just I don't know. It doesn't feel good. I think that if there's anybody, I think if there's anybody that can um, get the job done. I think it's your team, and it's because you literally week after week, year after year, you somehow get real sad, and your team randomly finds its way in the playoffs. And hopefully, this is one of those years. Marching Shields, Frazier, and the Ross Dynamos. Only one spot left. We will see who gets it. Carnes and Frazier, thanks for being here. We will see you boys next week for the first. Playoff uh, preview and week 14 recap. Thanks for joining us, boys. Thanks for having us. Yes, sir.